Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. I've got a great show today, very important show, very encouraging. It's about the journey ahead. You know who you are out there. God's calling you to do something. I'm just going to encourage you and help get you going in the right direction. Stay tuned. Okay, folks, thanks for tuning into another episode. It's great to have you tuning in. Thanks, as always, for the comments, for the messages. It's always great to talk to you all. So we're going to jump right in. I know things are going crazy this year. It is October the 20th when I'm filming this. This comes out tomorrow, episode 112. Praise God. Reaching folks all around the world. So this one is going to be called The Journey Ahead. Very important. So I want to share with you a message that... uh, Sometimes people will get a word from the Holy Spirit and then they'll share it with people and sometimes they get a vision. And so for me, sometimes I'll be sitting there doing some studying and all of a sudden, or praying, spending time with the, with the Lord, and I'll get a vision about something. And so this particular vision I shared uh, New Year's of 2020. Um, I preached at a church in Holton and I believe I shared it December 2019. So here is the message, folks. So I want you to, first of all, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to relax, focus on my voice and just listen to this. And as I'm describing this vision, I want you to picture you being there. You're the person going on the journey. Okay. So you get a phone call. It's Jesus. He says, listen, insert your name. (laughs) He says, Stephen. I'm taking you on a journey, all your bags from the past, all your plans for the future. I want you to bag it all up, package it all up, get all your luggage out, fill it, fill it, fill it. I'll be there tomorrow at seven o'clock in the morning to pick you up. Be looking for me. So you get off the phone, you start packing everything, all the past hurts, all the past period, everything packing it up in suitcases, all your baggage, everything, even your own personal worldly plans that you may have had going on vacations and all this stuff, you're bagging all this stuff up. So picture yourself, you've got so much luggage that you have to drag it literally. So you look out and there's a Lincoln, big, beautiful Lincoln town car and out steps Jesus. And you're blown away that Jesus would even want to take you for a ride. So here he is. He steps out, says, my son or my daughter. And you're just like, Jesus is here. You give him a big hug. You've got your bags, of course. Then you're taking your bags and you're dragging them and you're struggling to get to the car when this big seven-foot angel comes out of the back seat, And he steps out and smiles at you and gives you a wink. And then he grabs all your baggage. So Jesus gets in the driver's seat, you climb into the passenger seat, he tells you to get in the front with him, and the angel's standing back there with all your baggage, and all of a sudden, Jesus turns the keys to turn the vehicle on, and as the angel has your baggage in his hand, all that stuff, he gets ready to put it in the back of the vehicle, and Jesus pulls off. And you turn around real quick in a panic and you see this angel standing there with all your baggage in the street, waving to you, smiling. 
Jesus pushes a little button and the hatchback slowly closes down and you're staring at Jesus and he looks at you and smiles and he says, son, daughter, where we're going, you won't need those bags. We're going on a new journey. It's time for a new season. Buckle up and get ready. Isn't that powerful, folks? So that was the vision I had. And I know that speaks to someone. I know that speaks to people out there. I always say it speaks to someone, but I know it speaks to more than someone, just one person. But the whole purpose of that message was it's time to put things down. Focus on the Lord. What has God called you to do? Get that baggage and all the doubts and all the stuff your friends are telling you, what you should do and how you should do it. And focus on the Lord, focus on the calling that he has for you. It's so very important. So first of all, after that journey vision, I want you to do me a favor and write in the comments section about how that spoke to you, because it's amazing how it people, different people interpret that message, how that message affects their life. So I'd love to hear from you folks on that. So the bottom line is get all your baggage ready. Some of you are being called out for such a time as this. Very important. God has a plan for you. Okay. You're a follower of Jesus Christ. God has a plan for you. There's something out there for you to be doing. And it doesn't have to be standing behind a pulpit. It doesn't have to be standing on a soapbox downtown yelling out, repent or perish. It could be, as we've talked before, baking something for the neighbors, taking a card over. Jesus loves you and so do I. Sharing the good news about Jesus Christ, singing a song, sharing some poems, getting on social media and turning it around for positive and everything that you post and everything that people see on your page will let them know that you are a follower of Jesus Christ. There's so many things out there. What do you enjoy doing? Think about it. Get in the word and read it. See what the gifts are. See what all those things are about. Because when you get in the word, you learn more about yourself. You learn more about the word of God. You learn more about why God created us in the first place. There's so many amazing things in the Bible. And so it's very important. So I don't want to get sidetracked, but I just want to encourage you folks. Many of you need encouraging right now. There's not enough encouragement out there for folks who are ready to step up and do something. But there are some amazing people out there. So I've got my notes all the way over there. So, so like I've said before, do you like speaking to others? Do you like sharing the good news? You know, if your thing is sharing the good news, even though the Great Commission should be for all of us and we use a lot of excuses so we don't have to go out and do it, but you really should be sharing the good news about Jesus Christ with someone. Think about all the people that you know. Are they going to heaven when they pass away? You have to think about that. You have to ask that question to yourself. Uh, think about, you know, like I said, encouraging others, helping the lost and the hurting, the orphans and the widows. There's so many things out there, folks. There's so many things. So it brings to mind there's a story in the Bible about a young boy. And this particular young boy for some odd reason, he sure packed a big lunch for that day. And I don't know if he packed it or his mother packed it, but she packed him a very big lunch. He did not know what the plan was for his life, but God knew for that day. And so I'm going to turn to that right now. And that's we're going to be doing. I'm in the Life Application Study Bible. 
It's the large print NLT by Tyndale. I just blocked all my light. Okay, so I'm going to be reading John chapter 6. And we're going to go John chapter 6, verses 5 through 13. And here's what it says. And many of you know this story. And if you've never heard this story before, that's okay. Get in your Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, let us know. Okay, so here's what it says. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed all these people? He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. That's a lot of people. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. I'm going to repeat that again. There's a... <laughs> In our day and age, it'd be like, there's a kid over here who just happened to bring five loaves and fish. But what good is that with this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus said. So they all sat down on the grassy slopes. The men alone numbered about 5,000. So there was many more people. There's many guesstimations on there could be 12,000, there could be 10,000. But we're just going to go with the fact that the men alone numbered about 5,000. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, Now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled twelve baskets with scraps left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. Powerful, powerful miracle amazing miracle for the simple fact that that boy had no idea right the little boy had no idea that what he was packing and you've heard many sermons on it you can look up all kinds of sermons online about just that miracle just thinking about that little boy that little boy was on a new journey as of that day can you imagine when he got home I'm sure they must have packed him some extra food to take home with. And then him sharing, there was a man there named Jesus, and he took my lunchbox, and he broke my bread and broke the fish, cut the fish, and it multiplied. And I kept getting more and more and more, and they were giving it to everybody, and there were men there, and they were just giving all my lunch away, and my lunch never ran out. And there was over 5,000 men there, not including women and children. I could see the mother looking... You stop all those stories. You go sit down. But, you know, just think about that. That's a powerful testimony of what that little boy, the calling for that day, just goes to show you the calling that you may have for today, the calling you have right now. Someone just smiled because you know deep down inside that was meant for you because you've got some things you're sitting on right now and you know for a fact you should be doing them. You need to step up and get started. If you're in a place in your life where you can't get started because you may not have good people around you that can actually encourage you and strengthen you and train you up, then find some folks that will. It's like going, saying I want to be in the Air Force and going to work at Walmart instead and saying I want to learn how to be in the Air Force at Walmart. No, you need to go where you're going to get equipped. Go where you're going to get equipped and trained 
to do the work that God has called you to do. That's very important. It's just like the little boy just happened to be there. He could have been down by the docks. He could have went off and ate all his food before the lunchtime even happened. But the, the purpose was, it was all about the timing. The little boy had five loaves, two fish for such a time as that. It was perfect timing. That was his calling that day and the testimonies that are being shared to this day from that time. I mean, I'm talking about them right now and it's 2020. So very important. So I want you folks to be encouraged in that as well. And then as I was studying this morning in Warren Wiersbe's, uh, one of Warren Wiersbe's books, I read something that was powerful. It says, never measure your resources, but determine God's will and trust him to meet the need. Very important. If God has a plan for you, which he does, don't put him in a box. Don't think too small. I mean, look at me down here in my basement. Got a full studio down here. Don't underestimate what God can do with you. If you're doing it for the Lord, if you're doing it for personal gain, you're doing it for yourself, well, then your results are going to be different. But if it's all about so God can get the glory and so that people can be reached and lives can be changed, lives can be saved, the help, you know, the helpless, the hopeless will be taken care of, then you watch what happens. You have faith, you focus, and you won't have to worry about measuring your resources and saying, well, I've only got five loaves of bread and two fish, right? You won't have to worry about that. So you're not sure where to start? You know, if you have a calling, you know what your calling is, or you're not sure of what your calling is, send me a message and I'll plug you in with some people. There's some wonderful people out there. Um, I've got a couple mentors in ministry that are just amazing, and I'm truly blessed to have these men in my life. And I can pass them on, pass you on to them, or maybe I have something I can answer for you. But either way, what I've learned this past couple weeks is about what real networking is all about, what kingdom connections, what connecting together with the body of Christ really means and having network connections where you may know something, someone else knows it too, someone sends you two together, you get connected and next thing you know your ministry grows just by kingdom connections. It's powerful. Networking is very important. So let me know or write a comment in the comment section. Same thing. Write a comment in the comment section. And I just have this little piece I want to read to you. And then I'm going to go ahead and close in prayer. And just remember, we will get to you. We'll get back to you. I'm one that tries to make sure I comment and respond to everybody. So, so if for some reason I make a mistake and don't get back to you, get on my case, okay? All right, so here's what I wanted to read to you, something I wrote this morning. It's been said many times this year, and this is true, it's been said many times this year that God is calling out a remnant. And a remnant is a small group. A remnant is a piece of this and a piece of that. It's like God is just looking down at the earth and just plucking followers of Jesus Christ out. That one's going to do something for me. This one's going to be faithful and doing something for me. That one's going to do something for me. That one's great at what they're doing. He's pulling together a remnant of believers all around the world. So all these believers pulling them all out from different spots. Have you felt that way? Have you felt like you've been plucked? Like you've been plucked out of a spot because God has something new for you? Have you felt that? 
well, there's a possible chance you're part of that remnant, and you need to recognize that if you are. Sit down, pray about it. You'll know deep down inside. Things don't feel right. You feel like you have a great calling on your life. You feel like you have something for the Lord to use you to do, but for some reason you just feel like you're in a pit. You feel like things are stale. That's because God's pulling you out, and he's putting you into a new, new position and he's ready to pull up to your front door. You're going to throw your baggage in the back. Well, no, actually, you're going to give your baggage to the angels so they can throw them away, and you're going to take off on your new journey. Very important. So the question is, are you one of those people? Is Jesus in the doorway waiting for you to come out? Are you peeking by the curtains, wondering who that is? Are you looking to say, oh, gosh, Jesus is out there. He's knocking on my door, but he's probably going to give me an assignment, and I'm not ready to make that assignment yet. I'm not ready to do that yet. I'm not ready to make that commitment. I don't want to speak in front of people. I don't want to write. What if people don't listen to my music? What, what if this? What if that? Don't worry about it. If God's called you, you stay focused on the call that God has you on. You're going to notice you're going to get more responses and more communication from people who don't even know you than people that do. At first, it's kind of weird, but then you get over it because you're reaching people that others may not be reaching. You have to focus on the call that God has on your life. Don't listen to the naysayers. Do what the Holy Spirit guides you to do. Don't add a bunch of extra fluff in there. Just focus. The Holy Spirit gives you a song. If you get a song on your heart to read and write it or to sing it, go for it. Your close friends might say, I don't know if I like that song. Somebody in the Philippines will be crying, praising God, listen to that song, saying that song spoke to their heart. So don't worry about it. If you reach one person with whatever gifting God has called you to do, that's awesome. Go for it. So the key thing is, if Jesus is out front knocking on your door saying, hey, let's go. We've got stuff to do. We've got places to go. We've got a journey ahead of us. Don't wait. Don't peek out the window. Jump out there. Get ready to rock and roll. Stop waiting and step in. It's time, folks. The lost, the hurting and suffering, the unsaved, the unborn, the unloved, and many more are waiting for God's vessels right now, today. We've got to get started, folks. Get your messages going. If you're preaching, start getting some messages going for today, 2020. No old rugged cross sermons. Let's get ready today. There's people that are lost right now, and they're, they're going to go to hell. Heaven is real. Hell is real. We've got to step up to the plate. We've got to lead people to Christ. We've got to do discipleship. One hand washing the other. One person plants the seed. The other one flowers it. God blesses the increase. We've got to do something, folks. It's time. I'm not sounding like a broken record. I'm repeating these things because they need to be repeated because the world needs us now. Crazy stuff going on, folks. But I just want to share that with you. So I am going to go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, just thank you for this opportunity to share this message. Thank you for the vision you gave me of the journey ahead. Lord, we pray for all those individuals out there who are ready who have their baggage and they're standing by the road waiting for you to come by and pick them up so they can hit that new journey. Lord, we pray for people to come around, other people, followers of Jesus Christ, who can help them get to where they need to be to do the calling that you've called them to do, to stand in the gap and be a blessing, Lord. We just thank you for that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the little boy with the loaves and the fish because his story is still being told today 
of how someone didn't even realize what God's plan was, but showed up with his lunch. God gave the increase, multiplied it, blessed thousands. That's what it's all about. And God got the glory. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the blessings. Watch over and every individual out there listening to the sound of my voice and watching my videos. We just thank you for all these things in your precious son's holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. There you have it, folks. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. If there's someone that you know that really needs this message, please, by all means, spread the word. Share it with them. That would really be great. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, listen, hey, thanks for tuning in, as always. Hey, don't forget, we're on Amazon Music now. Great stuff, folks. Keep the word going. Hey, God bless you all. Step up. Step out. Take care of yourselves. Peace.